You've seen the movies. You've read the novels. You've had the heated debates at least twice during the group meet, and you still can't fathom what each other want. What husbands want and what wives really want. The new must-have relationship book by Michael and Bernice Huttonwood. Ignorance is not bliss, and false information and assumptions will only lead to heartache and frustrations. In this book, learn the keys that have unlocked the gateway of joy, peace, pleasure, and fulfillment in a successful marriage. Topics include 40 facts about marriage, engaging the force of wisdom, communication, money, sexual matters, and much more. Order your copy today. Please call, write, or visit our website using the information on your screen. Hello, hello, hello. God bless you. God bless you. Good evening, everyone watching this evening on Instagram, on Facebook, and on YouTube. God richly bless you for joining us this evening. On Before You Say I Do, we really appreciate every one of you. Mama B, you're welcome. Bianca, you're welcome. Cynthia Hines, God richly bless you for joining us. Once again, Noel, you're welcome. Miriam, you are welcome. God richly bless every one of you for joining us. I trust I've welcomed everyone that is on the platform this evening. So ladies and gentlemen, God richly bless you. Please start sharing, start sharing and invite everyone that you know to join us for this one hour segment of before you say I do where we look at things that we need to know, things that we need to achieve before we say I do. So once again, you are all welcome. Lee Ann Cummins, you are also welcome on the platform. Cynthia Hines is joining us once again from Connecticut and she says good afternoon. This morning she was on at 6 a.m. God bless you. Every one of you that has taken the time to join us. God bless you. Odofokai, once again, you are welcome. Thank you all. And keep your comments coming as we engage and interact this evening. Share this on your timeline. Tag somebody. Tell somebody. Let them know we have just started the session on Before You Say I Do. Call around, text around, WhatsApp somebody and let them know they are going to be highly empowered this evening. God bless you. Let me welcome our guest, Pastor Michael Jr. is with us. Pastor Michael Hattonwood Jr. is my son and the pastor, one of the associate pastors in our ministry and a teacher by profession, married with two children. Pastor Michael, you're welcome. God bless you. Thank you, sir. <laughs> and then we have our newcomer on the block, Sister Evelyn. Evelyn. Hi. Go ahead, Evelyn, do your thing. <laughs> How are you guys? <laughs> Ladies nice and gentlemen. Nice to be on the platform. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. We, are, we are delighted. We are excited to have you with us. Thank God you. God really bless you. And then we have Sister Tanya. Tanya was with us on Saturday at lunch hour with High Achievers. My goodness, these people on this platform are really, really loaded. We appreciate you ladies. 
and gentlemen for taking the time to join us on this platform. Let's start sharing. You don't want to miss the wisdom nuggets that this ladies and gentlemen carry is going to be an awesome set. I can see the House of Judah family already excited with the hoop hoops and the, and the evenings and the blessings. Wow. <laughs> God bless you. Nanapoku, God bless you. Thank you all for your support and being with us. Eunice Uyi, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Once again, God bless you. Keep sharing, keep sharing, keep sharing. So please, can you within one minute uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Let's start with Tanya. Okay, good evening, everybody. Thank you so much for having me again, Bishop. Um, my name is Tanya DeGale. I am single. The mother of two, a 20-year-old son and a four-year-old daughter. Wow. And, um, yeah, <laughs> recently celebrated the first anniversary of the relationship ministry that the Lord blessed me with. Yeah, so that's me in a nutshell. I'm also a teacher. Awesome, awesome. Pastor Michael Jr. Yes, sir. Um, Pastor Michael Jr., um, son to the Honourable... Bishop, praise God, praise God. Um, married for this will be uh, seven years this year. Wow. Um, two beautiful children, uh, married to a beautiful wife, and I am a teaching assistant um, at the same school that my sister Tanya works at, and I'm also a gospel music artist. Yep. Ooh. Wow, these people are loaded. <laughs> All right, and ladies and gentlemen. With, uh, with, uh, uh, before you say I do welcome, let's welcome our latest panelist. <laughs> Uni, uh, I said, Uni, let's welcome our latest panelist, Evelyn Ousua Mankwa, whom I've nicknamed for years Esquire. Esquire. She carries some element of elegance, royalty, <laughs> dignity. Wow. For years, she has been very faithful, loyal in our ministry. And I'm telling you, when you hear her voice, when you hear the wisdom she's about to download, you will understand why we call her Esquire. Please put in the put in the comment box the clap icon, press the clap icon, the amen icon. Let's make this royal royal lady feel very welcome on the platform as we honor her and appreciate her for taking time out of a busy schedule to grace this panel. You, uh, Sister Evelyn. God richly bless you. God bless you. Thank you, you for joining us this evening. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself as we begin? The comments are coming. A square, clap, <laughs> fire. Everything I should tell you, we appreciate you, all the inputs, your sacrifices, and everything that you have done in our ministry as a member, as a leader, as as a, as a, as, a, as a daughter. I'm well, telling you, we really appreciate thank you, Bishop. you to know that publicly. Thank you so much. No, I, I appreciate being here. Thank you for inviting me on your platform. Um, you know, it's nice to see you in your elements. You're, you're literally impacting nations. Um, you have people from the States, from Ghana, from China watching you. So, yeah, it's really inspiring. So thank you for having me. Um, a little bit about, about myself. Um, I'm single too. Um, I'm a single mother of a sweet 16 year old young lady. Mm. Um, the love of my life. She is, yeah, I'm really proud of her. Mm. Um, 
I'm a hairdresser and I've been hairdressing professionally for, I'd say, 25 years. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's something that I really, really love to do. Um, so yeah, that's a little bit about me. Mm. Wow. Yeah. Wow. We appreciate you once again and uh, Pastor Michael, Tanya and Evelyn, thank you for joining us on this platform. God bless you. Cynthia Hines, all the way from Connecticut said, before you say I do, has much insight for the singles. And I believe that this panel will be a great blessing to every one of you. Now, let me start by asking, let's start with Evelyn. Why did you choose the profession? You said you've been a hairdresser for about 25 years. Uh, Why did you choose the profession of a hairdresser? Why did you choose that profession? Um, I think I, it's something that I realized that I really loved to do from the age of, I'd say about nine. Um, I just loved the feeling that I got when I, um, did something that I really loved, um, to, to people. Um, it was that sense of just giving and, and the joy that would come from them. Just, just, it was a really good feeling for me. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's something that I've, I've always loved to do over the years. I feel like, um, the 25 years that I've been doing it, I've almost become some sort of therapist as well. It's not just about doing the hair. Mm. Um, you know, I've, I've heard of a lot of stories that my clients would, um, you know, talk to me about. A lot has been quite, you know, shocking, overwhelming, but most of all, really, really inspiring. Um, mm. so yeah, I try to educate myself. Um, as much as I can, so that when I do give counsel, um, I give the best that I can give. So, yeah. You know, this, uh, this, uh, Manshakai, Manshakai, God bless you and welcome on Instagram. You know, this lockdown has revealed how important, if that is, if people do not take, uh, barbers and hairdressers, uh, uh, you know, consider them that mm. this, this lockdown for one year has, has, has taught us. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, why we need to learn to value professionals like you, hairdressers. Exactly. Yeah. The, the men are looking like Mosi and yeah. coming down with the Ten Commandments, and then the ladies will, they will not go there because they say Bishop is not party again. Yeah. No, honestly, but, it's go ahead. Yes. It's um. I think Mr. Boris needs to rethink that one next time. Well, God forbid we go through another lockdown, but yeah, you mm. know, we're definitely not um non-essential head keep hairdressers workers i think that's what he preferred yeah where apart from what we do on the outside it it it, um you know it helps people you know what you know what comes out in the inside as well Mm. so it's not just about the outside appearance we we do um the way we make people feel um when their hair is done just yeah it's it's good for the it's, it's good for your mental state of mind as well. So. Absolutely. Yeah. And considering what the Bible says that the glory of women is their hair. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. absolutely. Very important. Uh, Mama B testifies on the screen, right? Says, I can testify of my hair coming back to life. <laughs> uh, and that's, that's the handiwork of, of Evelyn. Uh, uh, she can testify of her hair coming back, uh, to like, you know, husbands are not allowed to say, what they see behind closed doors. So thank God for your, your handiwork and the handiwork of all hairdressers and barbers as we appreciated the teachers 
and nurses on Saturday. We'd like to yeah. say go also to the hairdressers and the barbers across the nations. And also, uh, before I move on to Michael and Tanya, it's also very interesting that people really confide in hairdressers yeah. when, 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 you know, things that they are going through, you yeah. know, they are able, you guys are able to empathize with them. What are some of your experiences in that particular area? Yeah, um, one that really sticks out. Actually, I was talking to my friend about it the other day. There was um, a lady that I met for the first time. Um, she came into the salon. She sat in my chair and she said she just wanted to, you know, cut all her hair off. Wow. And, um, you know, because she, she felt like she wanted a change. And um, so we went through the consultation and I cut her hair. And then all of a sudden she just broke down in tears. Um, so I, I got a chair and I sat next to her and, you know, we had a conversation and she basically said she was diagnosed with cancer. And I, I just basically tried to encourage her. I said, you know, I, I admire the fact that you've, um, you're, you're taking charge. You know, you've come into the cell and you've said you just want to cut your hair off. You don't want to sit there and wait for your hair to fall out. Um, and yeah, I found her really, really inspiring. Um, I want to say about three years later, um, every now and then I would think about her and, you know, hoping that, you know, she's, she's okay. Mm. Um, she came back to the salon after three years and it was just, yeah, I was so overwhelmed. I was just glad that she was still alive or, you know, um, but, yeah, that, that, that's just some of the many stories, um, that people just, you know, kind of confide, uh, with me. So, um, yeah, I found that, I found that really, really inspiring. The fact that she was able to just open up and, um, and she was really grateful when she came back, you know, she sent me some flowers and yeah. The only reason why she didn't come back any sooner, cause she, she found that the prices that I charge were, you know, is a lot. Mm. Um, when she said that to me, I said, you know what, just sit in my chair and let me just do your hair. And, you know, I didn't charge her. I just, you know, I just wanted to catch up with her and, you know, have a little chit chat. So mm. I'm glad she's doing well. Um, so yeah, yeah. Ladies and um, gentlemen, yeah, go ahead. No, over to you, Bishop. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> my, uh, my, uh, my guest today, are, uh, two teachers, and the hairdresser on, on Saturday we had, uh, the nurses represented with the two teachers. And we would like to, once again, I'd like to appreciate all nurses, teachers, frontline workers, barbers, policemen, firemen, everybody that, um, uh, occupies and does major essential, offer, offer major essential services, especially during this one year lockdown. We'd like to appreciate every one of you. Using those on this platform, we'd like to appreciate every one of you and all the great work that you have been doing over the past one year and the years before. So once again, you are welcome. God richly bless you. Bianca, you are welcome. Paula, you are welcome. God bless you. Manshakai, you are also welcome. God richly bless you all for joining us this evening. Now, we're looking at the subject before you say I do. That's what this platform is about. Before you say I do. In other words, things you need to know, things and questions you need to ask. But we've discovered over the past few sessions that sometimes romance clouds focus. 
So when people are supposed to ask the right questions before they say, I do something, they are moved by what they see, they are moved by what they hear, and then they end up, they jump into marriage or they jump into relationships only to discover that they did not ask the right questions, did not do their investigative journalism the right way and then end up in trouble and end up harassing people, including pastors. And these are some of the things we want to try and avoid. Simply because marriage is the next thing to heaven on earth or life imprisonment with hard labor. Yes, I said it. I said marriage is the next thing to heaven on earth or life imprisonment with hard labor and it's all by choice. That's why it's important. This platform is very important. So we bring out some of the things that you need to know about men. Women need to know stuff about men. Men need to know certain things about women before they end up having to sign on that dotted line. So the essence of this is to keep us informed, get our right information, make sure we've made informed decisions based on right information before we say, I do. So first question I'm going to throw to the panel, we're going to start probably with Tanya, is why is destiny, purpose, one of the most important questions we need to ask or think about before we fall in love or before we say I do? Why is destiny and purpose one of the most important questions to think about before falling in love? So in other words, falling in love, getting married, is that the first thing we need to think about before destiny or purpose? Which one, in your opinion, comes first? Marriage, engagement, or looking at destiny and purpose before we fall in love with anyone or before we marry anyone? Which one comes first, in your opinion, Tanya? Most definitely destiny and purpose all the way, all the way. Because... Hmm. um what the Lord has been ministering to me is that if you don't know who you are, how wow. on earth can you be with the right person and how can you then learn your purpose once you're already in that? You mm. need to know who you are in the first place and you need to know who you are in the Lord. So I would have mentioned last time that I didn't grow up in the church or anything like that. So um, before coming into the Lord, Everybody is searching for their purpose anyway. Every absolutely every person on the earth has a purpose and has a destiny. So we all have that that thing in our gut that's calling us to find out what we're supposed to be doing. What is our purpose? So a lot of us focus on career because we feel like, okay, that's my purpose. I'm meant to be a teacher. That's my purpose. Or that's my destiny. That's what I'm supposed to be doing. But absolutely everybody has that kind of calling in their gut calling them into being who they're meant to be. But then once you know the Lord, obviously he's got a very specific purpose and destiny for each and every one of us. And mm. we need to know who we are in him before we can get into any kind of relationship. Because once the Lord, if he has decided that you're going to be married, he will put that desire in your heart and then he is going to put you with the person that he has specifically ordained you to be with. And your purposes have to align. And if you don't know who you are or you haven't yet got into your purpose or into your destiny, then you're not going to be able to align with anybody else anyway. So it is key. It's the first thing that we should all be focused on. Even little children, you ask them, what do you want to be when you grow up? 
and they'll tell you, oh, I want to be this, I want to be that. And yes, we know it changes, but some children know from a very young age what they're going to be when they grow up and then they end up becoming something along those lines because that is the key thing. Before you can be hooked up with anybody else, you need to know who you are. So definitely destiny and purpose is key for sure. Pastor Michael, Pastor Michael what's your take on that? <clears throat> I agree with um, what Tanya has said wholeheartedly. Um, I've seen many people um, make their lives harder because they've chased after things or people who based based on on looks, based on finances, um, based on on on, on short skirts and, mm. and 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 six packs and. You know, nice hair, you know, done by hairdressers like Eve, you know, best hairdresser in town. <laughs> um, there you go, there you go. Um, and you see that, you know, people, it's, it's, um, God, God can take every situation and turn it around mm. for his glory. But sometimes just by not taking time to discover who you are first and foremost before trying to then bring someone else into your life, it just makes your life, you know, 10 times harder makes your journey so much more challenging so when it comes to destiny and purpose it's, it's, it's very important it's essential um to make sure that you take time to discover who, you're, who you are who you're meant to be it doesn't mean that you have to achieve everything um before you get married um but it's important to know who you are in god in christ because you know bishop you've mentioned it time and time again that if you don't know who you are and you're bringing someone else's, someone else's life into your life, you're about to train wreck two lives. And all the destinies and all the lives of people who are meant to be influenced positively by you, that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Um, so like at a young age, I understood that whoever I bring into my life, I've got to make sure that I am, I'm, I'm strong in Christ. I'm strong as a person. I know my values, I know my foundation. So when I bring someone else into my life, I won't ruin their life, but we'll be able to help each other to achieve greater things because, you know, one can achieve greatness to get more for their, for their value. So um, it's, it's all about discovering your destiny, discovering your purpose and taking steps towards achieving what God has for you to achieve prior to anybody else coming into your life. Mm. Yep. Mama B just put up there, discover God, discover yourself, discover your assignment, the three Ds that I've been teaching uh, for, for many years. Um, I wrote a book called No Ringy, No Dingy, and I think the first chapter, the second chapter, is on the nine Ds of destiny. First of all, you need to discover God, you need to discover yourself, and then you need to discover your purpose or your assignment. So Evelyn, what's your take on that? Falling in love first, getting engaged first, getting married first, or discovering your destiny and your purpose, and why? Definitely, definitely um, living in your purpose. Mm. You know, knowing your purpose and living in your purpose, chasing after your purpose um, and chasing after it wholeheartedly um, is just it's something that's really, really um, important. Um mm. Having a purpose, I feel like, um, gives you some, some sort, some sense of, um, direction mm. and vision. 
um you know when you're living in your purpose you you don't have time to think about anything else you know i'm not sitting at home you know putting my life on hold mm-hmm. waiting and hoping that you know um yeah. my knight in shining armor is going to sweep me off my feet <laughs> and um you know I, treat me like I the need. queen that i'm supposed to be um <laughs> but yeah no no i'm i'm literally just living i'm living i'm living in my purpose i'm keeping it moving and yep. i'm having fun while i'm doing that you know Absolutely. um i'm so well I, yeah i would say surround yourself with with great people as well you know people mm-hmm. that you can learn from positive people um and just live just live definitely live so awesome. um it's really really important it's number one in 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 my, on my list of things definitely mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, this platform is called Before You Say I Do. What do we mean? Make sure you discover certain serious, strategic, very important things long before you say I do. I've always advocated before you get married, it's important for you to know who you are in Christ. Discover your God. Discover yourself. Can you imagine if you don't know who you are, People will tell you what they think you are and then you will end up believing it. You need to know who you are before you bring somebody's daughter or somebody's son into your life and end up wrecking their life. You need to know who you are. You need to know who you are, both men and women. And I trust that our panelists are delivering, doing a major good job. Mansha, you're welcome. Buzz, you're welcome. KJ Sparkles, you are also welcome. We have KJ Sparkles. I'm going to rope in. I'm setting her up. I'm going to be roping her into this panel or one of these days. KJ Sparkles, that's one of our ladies in our ministry doing a tremendous job. We'll be roping her in. She's got a lot to say with a powerful program. Isaac Johnson, you are welcome. FB Cuisine, you are welcome. Now, uh, Evelyn, uh, KJ Sparkles said of what you said, yes, queen, yes, queen. So there you go. Thank you. <laughs> Glory to God. Now, singles on the platform, do you feel under pressure? Do you feel under pressure to get married? Do people put a lot of pressure on you? When are you going to get married? I know the funny one are those who when you get married, they say, when are, when are our children coming? Do you feel as singles, do you feel under pressure from people to um, to get married. When are you getting married? When are we inviting us to the wedding? Do you feel that kind of pressure sometimes? Let's start with Evelyn that will come to Tanya. Yeah, most definitely. Most definitely. Um, mm. it's almost like, um, marriage is the biggest sense of achievement that, um, one can have. Mm. Um, you know, actually I've achieved other stuff, you know, other things in life. Um, yes, I do want to get married, but, um, mm. You know, to add to that, I, I would hope that when I do get married, um, life doesn't end. You know, life continues, you know. So, yeah, I do I do have a sense of pressure, but, um, you know, I try not not to let it get to me. I just, um, you know, just focus on my, on my purpose and, and keep it moving. Yeah. So in your opinion, marriage yeah. is not marriage is not the, the, the highest achievement in life. Not for me personally. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but for me personally, I don't see it as the the highest sense of achievement. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, but can I ask that to the to the married couples? Is it is it uh, the the biggest thing you can do in life, or you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pastor Michael, considering that you have been married and I've been married, I'm the one asking the question, so we'll set you up. Considering that, <laughs> that, that, that <laughs> I would like to believe, I would like, I like to believe that I know the answer. And I like to believe that your wife understands, uh, uh, holds the same opinion as the answer that you're about to give based on teachings that both of you have received. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you, uh, uh, I'll, I'll take the, Full responsibility I'm for the answer for the I'm answer. Good to go. I'm good to go. <laughs> no problem. No problem. All right. So, so getting married is a fantastic um, achievement. It's um, it's something ordained by God. Um, but to answer Eve's question, no, mm-hmm. no, it's not. It's not the biggest achievement. It's not the pinnacle yeah. of things that you can do in life. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, achieving your God-given destiny is the pinnacle of life so marriage can be marriage can be a part of that some some people some people won't get married because it's not part of their destiny and god just needs them as them to achieve what they need to achieve to impact this world so um it's not it's not the biggest you know there's there's things that um i've achieved before marriage the things i've achieved during marriage but ultimately god will look at me and say did i fulfill all that he assigned me to do So, to me, as much as I want my marriage to be a success... In every seed is a forest. And in every follower is a leader. Leaders are not born, but Leaders Are Raised is an insightful book by one of the leading authorities on leadership, Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. People are not disadvantaged, they are just ignorant. Shows you some of the steps and qualitative processes involved in how leaders evolve through nurture and development. Leaders are not born, millionaires are not born, wealthy people are not born, they are made. You become what you want to be by the choices you make in life. You are not born rich. I mean, from your mother's womb, on your face, rich. System, rich. You may have been born to rich parents, but you were not born rich on your face. You became rich by things you did, or became poor by the things you did or did not do. You see, it's all about choices. Live here and start making some changes. What kind of future do you see? Paint your pictures from the scriptures. Pick your future. What kind of business do you want? Ordinary business, like everybody else, or the one that people travel far and near to look for. Leaders are not born, but leaders are raised in insightful book by Bishop Dr. Michael Huttonwood. Available in paperback and on Kindle. Please call 0208-689-6010 or visit www.houseofjudah.org.uk and order your copy today.